It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast where all three hosts are repping their alma maters on this on this show here. Not that anyone can see that because this is an audio program. But me and Banks have the exact same Maryland sweatshirt on right now, unplanned. And you have a Towson shirt on, RDT. So it's it's school week on the Exit 52 podcast. This is such a comfortable sweatshirt. This is one of Under Armour's best best sweatshirts that they made here. It's for such a, a go-to. Like this four is... years ago. Yeah, like my house is so cold right now, and I get home from work maybe an hour ago, and I just throw this bad boy on. It keeps me so cozy. It's it's a it's a good sweatshirt. It's a it's a like very warm sweatshirt. Some of the I got mine like a si- like a half size too big too, and so I just kind of it just I'm just all up in uh, it. Just all cuddled in it. Yeah, I don't like wear this out or anything. I just really just it's for it's for me yeah. and me only. Just it's just for you and your me time. Yep, exactly right. Um, Super Bowl this weekend, guys. Any no teams from the AFC North win the Super Bowl? Thank God, if it's not going to be the Ravens. Um, what a, what a day for Matt Stafford. What a day for Sean McVay. What a day for Aaron Donald. What a day for Eric Weddle. Shout out to former Raven Eric Weddle. Jake Funk. It? Jake Funk, Maryland's finest. Antoine mm-hmm. Brooks, Maryland's finest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An inactive mm-hmm. player and a practice squad player, but we take it all the same, baby. Super Bowl champions. Give them a ring. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl, it was a great game. Um, it was very quick, though. That was the weird part. It was It was just kind of something about it didn't feel as big as maybe the moment was. Maybe it was just me, like, and the way I watch it, just my attitude towards it. But it just didn't feel like a big game. It's, I don't know, the Rams just don't give off big game vibes because their fan base is – um, I'm not gonna say non-existent, but I was gonna say, and then the Bengals. I would say it's, would say it's modest. I would say their fan base the, is modest. The Bengals are the Bengals. Like they're just you. You hear the word Bengals and you just don't think Super Bowl Sunday. So it was it was kind of weird. It felt like a weird game. Yeah, you see Matt Stafford, who you just never expected to see in a Super Bowl ever. Um, so to some degree, it didn't quite feel real. Um, but, you know, it's over. The Rams have a super team, and they got it done. Um, and they were the right situation for Matt Stafford, and they went out and got him. And um, shout out to Detroit, too, who – I don't I mean, what a spot for them. I, they, I, I mean, can't figure out – okay, good, RDT. I was going to say, I mean, the Rams got a lot of shit for doing the we're going all in, we're going to trade – like, you know, like how I used to play in Madden. I'm going to trade all my draft picks for stars – we're going to load up and, and it's people, I mean, people are like, you know, if they don't win the Super Bowl, it's for nothing because they're, they're not going to get anything out of it. Obviously in the end, like you said, Banks, it works out. They get Stafford who is a much different quarterback than, than Jared Goff was. Um, and I mean, you know, every, every acquisition they brought in Stafford, obviously panned out. Odell was playing. Odell was on his way to a Super Bowl MVP before he got hurt. Um, which I, again, I don't know how Ravens fans feel about him because, Obviously, he was he was getting choked out by Marlon, you know, when he was a Brown, and and he was just obviously a, a very obnoxious Brown for a little bit. Um, but again, he was on his way to becoming the uh, Super Bowl MVP. And then Von Miller had another two sacks, and he was great. So they 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 put it all out there, and 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 it worked out for him. And and I, I'm with you too, where you said it, it went by quick. I looked up, and it was like super like halftime is at like eight fifteen, and I was like, oh, this is. 
I said, yeah. we got a the chance. Third to- quarter took about 10 minutes. Yeah. Like it was, you had the quick score, you had the quick pick and then it kind of just nothing really else happened there. But um, I remember looking up and being like this game, I could be in bed by 11. And I think the game ended at 10 30. And I was like, this is awesome. This is fantastic. Um, and then I'm they were off to mo- they were off to mono bobsled at about yeah they, they jumped yeah, right I into love that. how they just right into that, that. NBC was <clears throat> like we are going to retain this audience baby we are pumping the Olympics yeah. see ya Super Bowl. and they they'd like come back a little bit and then they're like <laughs> my favorite is after the game they're like oh yeah by the way Michelle Tafoy is retiring see ya and then they like showed a video of her on the sideline but they like they didn't let her say anything they were just like, I missed that that's news oh, to yeah. me. Yeah, breaking news to me right now. Yeah, she's wow. she's becoming like a poli- she's probably going to become like a Fox News contributor or something like that. Yeah. Oh, so geez. after That'll she runs like a government after she runs like a gubernatorial race in in Minnesota, I think. What? Very bizarre situation there. The, my big two big takeaways for me from the Super Bowl: one related to the game, one related to NBC because I love talking about the media stuff. Aaron Donald. I mean, I think this guy has to start getting talked about as one of the best five or ten defensive players of all time. I mean, at this point, like at 30 years old, I don't know what really more else you could have done at his position. And, you know, there's arguments out there he should be the MVP. I don't disagree. I would have had no issue with him being the MVP. I think Cup's also a good MVP. I think Stafford could have been the MVP. But, I mean, that's – that's a play that they'll play in his highlight tape for. I mean, he ended the game. Like he did exactly what he's supposed to do as the best defensive player in the league the entire game. He is unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. He also had to stop on third down against Pirine right before that play. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, I mean, he he just, he's disgusting. He hooked him by his, around his hips, another grown man, and just pulled him backwards and said, you're not going an inch further. How do you? How often do you see a play for no game where the running back gets stopped pretty much where the ball was snapped? And the the entire pile of players is on the off is the offensive team, except for Aaron Donald. I mean, it was you would you would have thought Aaron Donald was the one who got stuffed at the line as they're peeling apart that pile. That made no sense. They had offensive linemen on top of him trying to keep him off of P Ryan, and he still got through and did it. It's insane. So I, I have his resume in front of me. Someone tw- Ari Miryoff. Who's become like a Twitter guy out of I don't know really out of nowhere. I've seen him a bunch. Is he the My Sports Update guy? Maybe I think so. <clears throat> he, he's really gained steam the last couple months. Um, says Aaron Donald's been in the NFL for eight years. His resume is unreal. Rookie of the Year, 2014, Super Bowl champion, eight-time Pro Bowler, seven-time First Team All Pro, three-time Defensive That's... Player of the Year, 2010 All Decade Team, and then a 90-plus PFF grade every single year. Seven-time All Pro is insane. It's unbelievable. He <clears throat> just don't so start, do that. A, just start a career like that. Yeah. And and he's I think they said he's missed two games and they haven't been to injury. I think he was suspended. I, I can't remember why. And he's not like why. getting fluke all pros. He has huge years every year. Like mm-hmm. it's not like he's getting rep, a lot of reputation all pros. Like everyone just agrees he's the best player in the game. Yeah. I, I um, and like it, it's when you watch those NFL top 100 lists on NFL, you know, NFL Network. It's always like. You know, it's it's always like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar was up there the one year. Derrick Henry's mentioned, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. And it's like one of the constants over the last couple of years has always been players being like, no, Aaron Donald is the best player in the NFL. Like It's kind of insane in retrospect that Donald, like like I love Lamar Jackson, like probably should have never been ranked number one over Aaron Donald. Like I know he was the MVP of the league, but like just not better than Aaron. He's just not. He's just, um, Donald, he's. That's not like a me being a reactionary. That's just like a consistent body of work over 
almost a decade. Of, I, I called him on Twitter. Unbelievable. I like said Justin Tucker of, of defensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, he, he does his job every single day. Like, you don't see him out of position, get bowled over, like, oh, he just missed that tackle. It's like, nope, he's always there. Like, I called him on Twitter. I said I said he was one of the best internal linemen of all time, like defensive linemen of all time. And someone was like, oh, I don't know. I think that's a bit much. And it's like, no, dude. And even like three, you can even throw into defensive linemen out of the conversation. You could just say defender of all time. And he, he has to be up there. Who's who in at least interior defensive line. Like who's the counterpart. Who, I think someone had said Reggie, Reggie white. Okay. Sure. Again, I like someone pulled up his stats <clears throat> and it's like, yeah, he had played a lot longer and he, I mean, I, you know, his sack numbers are, are higher, obviously. Um, <sighs> I don't know though. I mean, I'm trying to think of like other guys because you think of like because yeah, like, especially Ejo, defensive Ejo tackle. Green. Warren Sapp was obviously very good. He was a sack guy. Um, but like Warren Sapp doesn't former make former Terp Randy White. Yeah, the manster. But like Warren Sapp doesn't make half the plays that that Aaron Donald does. I don't know from a defensive lineman standpoint. I don't know. Again, I obviously I saw the very tail end of Reggie White's career. Um, so I can't put much merit into that. I, I, I'd be, if someone were to come out and say Aaron Donald's the best defensive lineman of all time, I would not have any argument. Like, yeah, that seems about right. I mean, Richard Seymour just got put in the, how about, how about, um, Gil Brandt's ranking of the greatest NFL defensive tackles of all time. I can't Gil figure out what Brandt. you're I can't figure out what year this is from. Uh, 26 on the list, Brandon Williams. 27 on the list, Haloti Nada. Of all time? <laughs> a, of all time. What the hell? Is he the, the guy who... Def- greatest defensive tackles. Unbelievable. Brandon Williams. Go to center of the Hall of Fame. Isn't isn't he the same guy? Is he the same guy who said Sammy Ball was the greatest player of all time because he because he was a quarterback and punted? And like that was Maybe. literally his only like... Well, I don't know less. if it was him. It may, you know, no, you know who? I think it was Tom Lavero. I think he had said like oh Sammy Boss. That's Tom Lavero. We can't give it a lot of. I think he said that. Sammy Boss is the best of all time because he played two positions, <laughs> and like meant it. All right, give, give it to give it to. I don't. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's amazing. Other take. I hate to say it because I do like this guy. I think we've come to the end of the – I think we got to get Tariko in the booth. I, I think I think Michaels is coming <laughs> to the end of the rope here. I just didn't feel like – I just didn't feel like he really had the game by the scruff of its neck there for, in big moments. Just – it just – and he's so good, but they got to shake up that NBC crew. Like, they're sending it back to the studio, and Tony Dungy and – and like, I don't oh know why they God. got rid of Ryan. Dungy's been Tony, bad on television the entire Dungy, time he's been on television. But Dungy and Drew Brees is just so, like – it's very, like, whatever. There's just not a lot of juice to the studio show. And NBC, <laughs> excuse me, does their thing a little differently. Like, they're not going to go, like, you know – like it's sort of the personality of your biggest star. And, like, Bradshaw's personality kind of runs this, the show on Fox and – I think Nate Burleson is unbelievable on the CBS show. I think that's why their show's gotten better because he's so good. ESPN is a rotating cast of characters every year. And to be honest, their pre and post game show just doesn't matter. But like, I need to reco with Collinsworth and I need them to shake up the, the, I'm sure it'll be Maria Taylor. I would assume it's going to be Maria Taylor, but they got to like shake up the analyst. I I don't think Drew Brees is bad, but he just seems so stiff the entire time. He seems stiff in the, 
color commentary. He seems stiff in the studio. And I don't know why, because I don't feel like he's stiff, but it's just seems like he's just like playing an analyst a lot of the time. He's just so they got to figure it out. He's just I was not very player. enthralled by the NBC broadcast. I was like, and I, I'm a Collinsworth defender. I don't think he's bad, but. You've been on the Al Michaels is uh, on the sharp decline thing for, for three, four years now. And I like Al Michaels. <clears throat> I love Al Michaels. I like Al Michaels' book. I think he's like obviously a generational broadcaster. It just doesn't feel like he, it, it feels like he's just kind of chilling out up there. He's like kind of going through the motions where he used to have kind of a joyful edge about him i feel like he's just kind of like yeah i'm up here i'm joking around with chris for just <laughs> there like were, three hours there were a couple yeah, moments whatever. in the post game where i where i felt like al and chris they, they were just on completely separate pages like in terms of the flow of the conversation and how they're transitioning to to kind of wrap up the broadcast i thought it was very awkward yeah it might be this might be it for michaels there's rumors that uh he's gonna get picked for the amazon thursday night deal on that would be like NBC's way out. It's there's rumors about Joe Buck there too. And I think Buck and Aikman is, we talked about this, I think a couple weeks ago, Buck and Aikman is, I feel like clearly the best duo right now. I thought Romo had a little bit of an up and down year um, with, with our guy, Jimmy Nance, who's, who's at this point preparing for March Madness in Augusta. Um, any other, uh, any commercials you, that stood out for you guys? I can't mean, say I got too deep into the commercials, but go ahead, Eric. The, I was going to say, I was, I was surprised with how good the commercials were. There were, I'm trying to remember the Mick Ultra one. I think with was that Peyton and Serena and Brooks Kepka um, and Steve Buscemi. Really good commercial. That was great. And then they did the follow up with Brooks and his caddy um, getting the beer. I I laughed my ass off at the Pringles one with the guy with his hand stuck in the Pringles container. I don't know that if you guys saw good, that. Yeah. Like I, I was actually laughing when he was laying in the coffin with the Pringles like container folded over his body. Um, I'm trying to remember. Obviously, the Jurassic Park trailer got me jacked up way more than anything in the game did. Yeah, I was good. I actually almost when I saw that, I almost texted in our group and was like, "Has Eric just totally lost contain on wanting to watch football?" And oh, it's just focused on Jurassic Park now. I, I'm 100%. I'm going to cry at that movie. Like, it's going to happen. Oh, we might have to see it as a podcast and just I watch would love to. Cry it's, like it's, a baby. I'm going June 10th, midnight. We're doing a midnight release. Wow, you're going midnight. I The, the trailer that got me going was Doctor Strange. That movie looks outrageous. It's gonna. I don't even know what that movie is. I saw but people talking about Marvel it, and mess. I was like, you I didn't care. even know. I saw there was a movie trailer going on. All I saw the takes on the Jurassic Park was how bad the second one of this series was. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't. It was fine. It's okay. Um, I also the, liked. Shout out to uh, my buddy Jake Spitz, who helps like do PR and stuff for Medic Ultra. He had sent me those commercials, the that and the Flavor Town one with Guy Fieri. Those are both excellent ads. Very very good. The um, uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed people freaking out about the Coinbase one. That was fun. I just kind of like missed it at first, and then like I looked up and I was like, oh, this is a commercial. Okay. Someone said it's the new like fishing scam for like people our age. Like it's the new Nigerian prince to like your parents. <laughs> what was funny about their idea for that ad is the bus we were in when I was um, out in West Laffy Taffy for the Maryland basketball game, the bus we were driving to from the arena, the entire time was having that DVD thing, like the old school DVD moving against the wall. Um, and we were cheering every time it, uh, it hit the corner. Course. So or at yeah, least you have me to. and my colleague Sean Ellenby were cheering when I was in the corner, and then I saw it on the ad. I was like, "Oh my god!" The um, uh, yeah, the Austin Powers one, maybe. 
maybe it's because the expectations had gone so far flipped the other way before it was like we had the soup like a decade into super high expectations they kept failing and failing and failing i feel like they beat everybody down so hard that now you don't have to be as good to have a successful ad um because people were just going for Hail Marys and trying to be funny and viral. And now they're just making good commercials. It's and all, also, because you know. like what people used to do like a couple years ago when it was like, this Doritos commercial is banned from the Super Bowl. It's too sexy. See it now on YouTube like four days before. Oh, and so yeah. like, and Patrick uh, back in the day. Cool. Yeah, like the GoDaddies. Like, the GoDaddy? Yeah. Oh, that would, that, would, that got it going. Um, but again, th- those were always available <laughs> like before the Super Bowl. And I feel like that was just yeah. a cheap way to be like, Exit fifty two was gonna have a Super Bowl commercial, but it was too it was too risky. So here it is. Yeah, and it's just like you can uh, you can say that you got a Super Bowl commercial without paying seven million dollars. One final advertising thing, and then we'll move to some Ravens news. Um, how about Irish Spring just showing up with a Super Bowl commercial? What a random company! Just here's some soap. Oh my god, I couldn't believe Irish Spring had a Super Bowl commercial. It was the wildest thing I've ever seen. Who needs a Irish commercial Spring. for soap? Being like, you know what? Maybe I'll try that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you have like Old Spice and stuff like that, that. But like, I don't think Irish Spring is like changing its brand. It's Irish Spring, baby. It's that green bar. And yep. if you like the green bar, you get Irish Spring. It's a good bar. It is a good bar. No, it is. It's a good bar. By all means, is it a good soap? I was just wondering, like, when they were in the Irish Spring, you know, the chief marketing officer was like, we got to put money into a Super Bowl ad. It's going it's all in this year, baby. Yeah, it's time to flip the script on how people feel Irish Spring in front of 110 million people. Come get some, Dove. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely facing down their so competitors. Dial, the, the Dial CEO throws his remote. Yeah, he's like, I know no! he should have done it. <laughs> oh, we'll crank it up for the Rest Olympics. <laughs> See you for the NCAA tournament, Irish Spring. <laughs> uh, did you have any thoughts on the score bug? I didn't like it. I didn't like it, I and then and then I just didn't notice it. It's like I, it, it, it I didn't the, like the circle in the middle. So all what these places are now going to do is build school. This is my understanding. He's going to build based on what Fox just did. Everyone freaked out about Fox's college basketball situation, where it's freaking oh, giant. They're trying to make these as digestible from a phone as possible. They're thinking about the small screen experience just as much as like the large screen experience. I actually think that the NBC one was pretty good. I had no problems with it. I thought like it interchanged and went to like stats pretty well. I thought the circle wasn't horrible. I don't, it wasn't intrusive at all. It sat in the center of the screen, which then when you, you know, I thought it was not bad. Well, it was definitely like you said, well, you alluded to the, the college basketball Fox. It's definitely a take on the bug that Fox has been using the last couple of years right there in the bottom in the middle. And I, I think it's the best one going. Um, and then you throw out the fancy stats on to the left and the right and keep those things going. It felt like a, just a worse version of that, but at least it served the same purposes. So I don't know. The funny part about that is, you know, you consume football on NBC, you know, they're having 20 million people a week watch Sunday night football more for their playoff games. They have you just the programming a certain way through certain graphics. And then for their biggest game of the year, they totally change it, <laughs> which obviously is to introduce it for what they'll have next year. But I just think that's funny. Like they try. I think every network like, does oh, that. I think it's always they a do. new they do. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they it's do. Because they, they essentially just they essentially just do their graphics package for next year um, and show it off, which I just always think is funny. 
um, during the Super Bowl in his work for Sky Sports doing analysis. Uh, Calais Campbell <laughs> seems to indicate Sky Sports being a um, you know the most popular um, cable sports channel. I won't say it's the ESPN of of um, of England, but I mean it's sort of there. It feels um, like it is. Yeah, uh, he was doing commentary for them and. God, do that. Get that. That's a station I wish I could just have. I wish I had Sky Sports. On I don't know TV why that's just, not. If they can have BBC, why can't I have Sky Sports? So Sky Sports does do a simulcast of their like news program every day for like an hour. Well, now they don't because it was on NBC Sports Network. So maybe they do it on Peacock or something. But um, And it was like awesome. I would always have it on at work. Um, Class Campbell announced that it seems like he's coming back. I guess he didn't actually say for the Ravens or whatnot, but sounds like he's playing football in 2022, which I feel like can only be good news for the Baltimore football Ravens. You have to think he's coming back to Baltimore. Um, and I think that's a just kind of um, a thought process or whatever you want to call it that a lot of these guys have had. Uh, you know, Justin Houston came to Baltimore with the idea that he was going to come here as contend for a Super Bowl. And the year was a train wreck because of injuries. And so I think Clyde Campbell is the same sort of mentality uh, where um, as long as these guys band together and stick with it and, and come back and come out to play, like let's go, go have that real opportunity that they should have had this year. So um, I think there's, there's a, a thought that there's some unfinished business here and Clyde Campbell's in. Yeah, I mean, I think that, as I said, only good news. I, I, Calais Campbell, I think, has is now limited as a sort of a pass rush threat, but, man, was he good against the run. And the Ravens, as we said, one of the positives that the Ravens had down the stretch was they really shut down the middle um, in terms of preventing the running game from getting going on the opposing side, and he was a huge reason for that. So, And his it's clear his locker room presence is huge for them, um, for young guys and mentoring and, and bringing some stability. So... I think it's good. I will, I'll be interested to see if they bring him, you know, what the contract situation ends up being with him. But um, Yeah, and I think there might be some defensive line turnover. I don't know if Brandon Williams will be coming back. Um, he's a potential cap casualty. So, um, yeah, there's, there's some unknowns there. Uh, and it, it's good to – I mean, we don't know for sure yet, but it would be good to get him back and have him be a constant there. Other than that, the biggest thing I think that happened to people that are Ravens fans was watching Eli Apple get absolutely torched at the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. The, end, the whole the whole game. It was pretty much the whole game, but especially at the end there. I've never um, seen one player get roasted by by an entire league before like that. Like, I mean, you had the Chiefs players doing it, you had guys on the Saints doing it, you had guys on the Ravens doing it. Like Cole Hart, McCormick just absolutely destroyed him. Yeah, he has. Has Eli Apple tweeted since that? He there's no way he could. He has tweeted. Since he's that. like he is liking tweets. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's stalking. He, he, he like he liked he liked one that that went after Annie Agar. I don't know how to pronounce her name. The one that the the um person that does like meetings, like the uh, yeah like yeah yeah Big the Ten Zoom meeting, meeting the, right. the Zoom meetings, yep. which are very funny. Um, like attacked her as like an attention grabbing. I won't use the other words that are involved there um way to go eli attack uh he has not tweeted anything fresh he has not replied to anything his last thing on his twitter is he retweeted twitter ghana 
Um, and uh, he he tweeted on February 13th, fish everything, hashtag who day. Um, but he's liking some things. Uh, yeah, it is wild, wild, the amount of hate for this guy. Not not wild in the sense of like he doesn't deserve the hate. Just amazing, <laughs> as you said, that he has gotten everyone in the league against him. Like, I wonder if the guys on his team like him. Like, I, they they have to at least address this in the locker. Like, you can't think guys are like, "Yo, Eli." Like, if you what if is going he's, on here? big dog, he, he's on his third team in the league, at least. Um, yeah, giant, giant if, Saints, if these, Bengals. If these teams, if all these players across the league just widespread despise this guy, like, how do? What do you think the Bengals thought when he came to play for them? He's yeah. I just I I was in sh- not in shock. I've just never seen constant bicker not bickering but just roasting of that guy. I mean it was Jimmy's. I thought I was cracking up when I saw Jimmy's uh, yesterday. I think it was yesterday, and they said like today we're serving the Eli Apple, and it was just a bunch of French t- uh, burned toast with uh with with apples cut up onto it. Like I was I thought that yeah. was hilarious. Speaking of Jim Nance. Yeah, the yeah, that that toast is way that was not on his card. I don't think that it doesn't get that that level on of toast. Yeah, um, uh, Eli Apple's mom is very I, online. I was gonna say she is a hundred percent been probably going in on DMs to people. Oh no, she publicly uh, here. I got something for you. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. Uh, Annie Agar. That's um, yeah. That's the that's, that's who the I was girl just talking that, about. You're yeah. not listening to your own pod. No, it's because I was looking at my phone looking for content to talk about <laughs> I'm just regarding Eli Apple. Yeah, Annie Yeah, yeah. I just big, yeah, yeah. We're big fans. People are just going after her right now. Why? Yeah, I don't think. What did she do? It, no, she. He's going after her. Sorry, I made that sound like other people are. No, she's great. Wait, the mom or or the, no, uh, the gal? I just read. I just read an article about her the other day about like both how she Annie. grew to her stardom. Yeah. What did the mom say about her? Uh, hold on. I just had it. Um, well, Annie Agar said such an incredible experience providing coverage of my first Super Bowl, unlike Eli Apple, <laughs> which Annie Apple responded. Good. It's good. I can believe that word on the street is you catch a lot of balls. Cause I'm oh, sure Eli man. Apple's mom, I'm sure Eli <laughs> Apple's mom has that download. I mean, again, that, that one's right there, but. Oh, so any apple taking the high road there? <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on with that. Mrs. Apple, Mama Apps. He was now. starting stuff from the day he got drafted in New York. Yeah, I remember that. Is he th- was it is he the one who committed to the opposite school that his mom wanted to? Or who was that? No, that was in LSU. Was that landed Florida, Collins? right? It might have been like I, I, it well, was definitely the, an SEC the famous school. The Emmett Smith one with Stanford and Florida was very, very funny. Where Emmett Smith put the had the Florida hat on the entire time. Oh, it's so good when that stuff happens. Recruiting so stupid. Shout out. It was Lan- it was Landon Collins. Like during the Under Armour All America games. Yeah. His mom was just like shaking, shakes her head and walked off. Shout out Kenny like- Kenny Tate, <laughs> Maryland University. Oh, Kenny Tate though, what a legend! Well, we've talked about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, we love Kenny. Possibly Tate. the biggest Kenny Tate. Tate podcast in the world. It might be the biggest Kenny Tate podcast on planet Earth. We're so in the Kenny Tate wheelhouse from a generational standpoint for Maryland football, which 
you know, I wish Kenny Tate had played on some better teams, but we'll always have that Navy game. Yes, we will. God, he was that was just on the Navy stop. game. What a Maryland stop. should play Navy every year. I mean, we should play Navy every year. That'd be so fun. I got to do something about it. I don't have no power. <laughs> got to do something about it. Like you're gonna storm <laughs> in at his office phone. tomorrow. Damon, yeah. Damon, get yeah. get the midshipman get on his, the line. We're going down to Annapolis. We got Towson on the schedule. We got we got TU on the schedule coming in next year. Oh, that'll be a good. There one. really is no reason. Yeah, yeah. Just create a. I just you know, Navy been down a little bit the last couple of years though. Tough couple of years for Ken. Maybe saved if, his life gotta, or saved his job rather. Saved his life. Yeah, Navy saved his job out there in December. Yeah, they need a they need a they need the quadruple option. The, the triple option no longer good enough. <laughs> Got to get it going. Um, yeah, so Eli Apple, tough scene for him. Uh, final thing before we head into the draft. Um, you want to talk about Hollywood Brown's Instagram? Nah, I'm good. Nah, nah, we're not talking <laughs> about that. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. no. We're not about He's not retiring for- to become a video gamer. You morons. <laughs> I can't Kyler believe Murray, the Kyler, on the other hand, that today. the Kyler Murray Instagram situation and then the statement he put out, very weird. What is going on? Why is if, Kyler Murray upset? If I it was a bigger market, out. it would be a huge story. And that because it's like, ah, it's fucking. He, it also happened during Super Bowl week and, and he is now no longer. It was Lamar, then it's Kyler. Now Joe Burrow is the hot young quarterback on the street. Um, I guess Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes also thrown in there. Those guys are pretty good too. But like in terms of feels like Kyler and Joe Burrow in that little, you know, next wave. Um, boy, Joe Burringer looked bad for a second. That would have been a disaster. I mean, that we still, so there's still no update on that, right? And uh, they may not update. No, it, they but. said he like, it didn't require surgery. That's what they said today. Gotcha. I missed that. Um, so, By the way, I, I mentioned before the Super Bowl, um, the Bengals have that feel like, oh, yeah, we're going to be back, you know, even if they don't win. Like, yeah, we'll be back to this big game. You know, it's early in Joe Burrow's career. There's high potential for them to have that, like one and done. man, that that should have been something, and it just never really became a thing. This may have been their one it, shot. Feels like the, the Camp Panthers a little bit. Feels like the Cam Panthers a little bit. That was, I think, the comparison. He, he looked like he looked like Cam in that suit before the game. What a suit! I it's a not suit. a Super Bowl winning suit. I, I you did say that it's hard not to like Joe Burrow though. The guy looks so damn confident on the field the entire time. Oh, I, I mean, I like him. I enjoy him a lot. I think he's, and also <laughs> by the way, on the injury, just he gets hurt. NBC immediately pops to the, his family immediately to his family. After they got criticized for the Michaela Schifrin thing, immediately pops. I was they, like, yeah, NBC. And right to him just screaming in agony on the ground. What it a was sequence. less than a second. <laughs> they had his girlfriend already in tears. And they're like, yes. And the mom. Yes. And they're like, you can see the mom or the girlfriend, I can't remember, say like, it doesn't look good. Like they like mouth that or like, or mm-hmm. like something that like indicate. And I was like, this is unbelievable TV. Yeah. Well, and then, like some camera guy was like, I got it. I got the shot, baby. Like she's crying. The mom is holding her face. The dad just looked like he saw a ghost. And it was like, it literally, I mean, it was less than a second when he got, when he got rolled up on and they went yeah. right to it. They were, they were big on the, the reaction shots. Uh, Kelly Stafford, Cooper cup's wife. They were there every, every other play. It seemed like it's a super bowl, man. I mean, Oh, I, I get it, but 
they're gonna have cameras on certain people yeah. the entire time the, the entire time and they have a million cameras in there starting five draft presented by fed thrill shout out to fed thrill get your sunglasses 20 percent off using the promo code exit 52 and you can get uh all the your sunglasses needs from our friends at fed thrill as we've talked about a couple of times on the last few weeks of this show we're in the middle of the second week of the winter olympics and the olympics continue to rage on despite the negativity of low ratings a russian doping scandal and a controversial american turned chinese representing freestyle skier the olympics continue to rage on with positivity and in that vein we will draft our favorite winter olympic sports gentlemen we love the winter olympics how much winter olympics are you watching eric here and there a little bit if I, when I you know <laughs> in between my viewings of Encanto and Despicable Me I was going to say do you have any time to watch anything besides animated movies like point? now now or like in the morning like perfect olympics time it's, it's morning in Beijing Saturday Saturday we watched we watched the decent amount we had it on at my in-laws um you know I'll catch some curling in the morning I'll watch some hockey and call it a day when do you think uh, Joe's ready for Johnny Tsunami? Buddy, I was not a Disney guy growing up, so I was not a oh, – I don't think I've ever seen Johnny Tsunami. Oh. I, I, my, my Disney movies peaked with Brink, and then from there I kind of went off. I just never got into it's um, like the Disney. Brink, Brink not was that different of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, but, again, it's on um, – I think it's on – Disney Plus, so be turning it on soon. But right now we're we're big in Kanto and Despicable Me. You wouldn't even know if you're Team Sky or Team Urge. Nope, I know I'm Team Pup and Suds. Oh no! Did we lose Taylor's mic? Taylor, did you mute yourself? No, I think we got some mic issues from from yeah. Mr. Smythe. No, but again, I know I'm Team Pup and Suds. From Brink, I only saw that What's like going one on time. Oh, he's oh, back. That's a great movie. That's a great. That's a great '90s movie. My bad. Very, what happened there? You're, I, don't know. I don't know. I saw you talking, and Sorry. I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was asking if if she'd gotten into SpongeBob, and I think Nickelodeon. Oh, made my mic. I think. I, yeah, Disney yeah. She, my mic. We have we're big. Mind. We're Not big on the SpongeBob. Love to hear that. We'll be we'll be quoting the Hashling Slasher episode in no time. Um. <laughs> All right. I have the, <laughs> I used me and my twin brother used to be able to recite that entire episode before we went to bed with just no prompting from the episode. It was an unbelievable <laughs> performance art. Um, I have the first pick banks. You have the second pick RDT. You have the wrap around starting five draft presented by fed thrill winter Olympic sports. So the best part about this is besides the defunct sports that banks could potentially take, and we are allowing funk sports because there are literally 15 sport categories in the winter Olympics. So before banks wanted to take defunct sports, which we are allowing him to do, this was going to be 15 things, 15 things, 15 picks, whatever, which I think would have been fun. But without all that and said, uh, I'm going to take what, no, you can do whatever you want. I have no problem with that. Um, as banks gives me a look here. on this you, You're going on and on about it. Like you have a problem with it. No, I, I was just d- defining. I don't want it to be a surprise when you take like I don't know what you're going 
going to take ice climbing or something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the, uh, which right now is a tough pick because of what's going on within this sport. But I do think it is like the glamor event of the winter Olympics and the one that you can watch with the most people and get them interested in. I'm taking figure skating. Figure skating has a long, rich history of drama, great performances, American dominance, American failure, and a lot of like the icons of the sport that I think we like grew up with. Your Michelle Kwan's, your Christiana Gucci's, your Tara Lipinski's, your Johnny Weir's, who's now Big in the Tara group guy. Tara. Yeah, I, met her. I think we all are. Um, you're having Lysa checks, you know, and now we have just Russian doping scandals destroying the sport, but figure still. Figure skating still gets my vote. I love me some figure skating. And it's on like every night of the Olympics now with the team event. So give me some I would have, I would have loved for the Michelle Kwan era to have happened during today's hot take culture. Oh, just like, so good. So what good. If, if Stephen A is just yelling about Michelle can't win the gold. Michelle Kwan losing to Sarah Hughes and just getting, you know, uh, figure like skating. Sarah who? Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Kwan is one of the biggest choke artists. Who who would who would Colin Cowherd like compare her to? Like he would have some Skip off the Bayless wall. Would somehow compare John to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are so many great Olympic things that if if like the Olympics, all those sports were so big, like the hot take culture about certain people would just be so good. Michelle Kwan being one of those. So I'm taking figure skating. It just always plays. And it just plays – it plays for everybody. It plays for us. It plays for my mom. It plays for my dad. Just Everyone's got their stories about figure skating. Like I'm, my mom's like, ah, remember back watching Peggy Fleming. This Everyone's got a relationship with figure skating. So uh, – Jeff, we haven't even mentioned the – I mean, uh, the Tanya Harding and all that. Like, mm-hmm. come on. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's got a flair for the dramatic. It's got a flair yeah. for the dramatic. It's literally the, based the, on – some some could call it arbitrary scoring. It's just prone to corruption, which that's what the Olympics are all about. Um, so it's yeah, no, it's a it's a worthy first overall pick here. Um, the I'm sure some people are following this the scandal with the Russian skater Camilla um, Valieva. Uh, Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski before her performance, just going in about how she shouldn't have skated. They didn't talk for the entirety of the performance. And then Johnny Weir just goes, I think all I can say about that is that's the f- short program of Camilla Villeva. The sassiest thing I think I've ever heard on sports <laughs> TV. It was so freaking good. I love that guy. J- inject Johnny Weir. My Icon. Icon. Guy is so damn good. Okay. Um, second pick, Banks. Well, just to add to it, I've heard more water cooler talk about this 15-year-old than I did about the Super Bowl this week. I mean, the takes are (laughs) flying at the water cooler. There is nothing, I think, that gets the American patriotic juices flowing now. You know, when I think nationalism is is just people don't want to embrace that as much sometimes, which probably isn't a bad thing sometimes, is just getting after the Russians. Because, boy, are they cheaters. I mean, they're just cheaters. They are. I mean (laughs) – they are. If anybody, if you haven't watched the documentary Icarus and you want to get upset about doping in sports, watch Icarus on Netflix. Unbelievable. Freaking Russians. I hope we beat the Russians with our, with our hockey boys. I'm sure someone's going to take hockey soon here. We need to beat the, the KHL guys that are free, our goaltender from Boston university being pot champions, by the way. All right. That should, be the, that should be the, the USA men's hockey team name. Just the hockey boys. 
Hockey boys. I hope our hockey boys. It's off the board. I'm taking hockey. Yeah. Yep. It's off the board. Um, most iconic Olympic moment, probably, or for sure, Winter Olympic moment. Um, obviously, 80, as you said, Russia, USA, whole thing. Obviously, it sucks to have to have the not have the NHL players involved. Uh, that's always a treat to just just to see new players on different teams and just mix it up and, um, you know, but there's still something cool about the amateur side of it too, where um, it's kind of like more of an underdog type thing, at least for the USA, even though they're not really, you know, they're kind of underdogs anyways when they have the pro guys, but um, it's hockey. Like even 2014 in Sochi, like getting up and I think we talked about this last week, didn't we? Like going to the bar and, going to Terrapin Turf and watching at 6.30 a.m. and drinking mimosas and just getting hammered and being, I mean, T.J. Oshie at, like, 10.30 a.m. It was uh, eight eight years ago today. Jeez. T.J. Soshi. T.J. Soshi. I feel old as shit now. (laughs) Uh, The other part of the hockey piece, to do some argument in favor of your pick, as well, the USA Canada women's hockey rivalry. Yeah. One of the most fun things about the Olympics now, like that has some absolute juice when those two teams play, like that's happening tomorrow night at like 10 30. And I will stay up and watch the entire game. Isn't that it is at 11 a.m. tomorrow. I thought I saw 11 05 somewhere. I thought they said PM. I don't know. It's hard to determine when everything is going on, but um, that is much TV that the, the the hockey stuff yeah uh, um and if you're just like a just to be into the technicalities or, or just a big hockey guy the, the bigger rink is i think a nice wrinkle um a little more space for speed and finesse as opposed to the north american style game it's a little more you know physical that which you know we love it for but it's just a little it's a change of pace it's nice to see. We got a U- we got USA hockey on tonight, by the way. The uh, Americans against um, Slovakia in the uh, quarterfinals. So is Slovakia not- coached by Bondra still? Because he he did that for a little bit. I don't know if he did the Olympic team though. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he's not. But not long after retiring, he he coached one of their teams, maybe at the World Juniors. Gold medal game, 11:10 p.m. tomorrow night. USA versus Canada. Must watch. If it's that late. Watch party. Put the put the coffee on. RDT got two. Uh I'm gonna go. This is pretty chalk for me. And for kind of the the casual watchers, it's curling. It has to be. Mm. Curling is the thing that everyone falls in love with every every four years. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this. And like it looks so cool. It looks so fun. Like to me, it reminds me of Bocce, which Bocce, it's a little different. Bocce has the Bellina that you throw out that you're trying to get, you know, your balls or stones, whatever you call them um, closest to, but curling, it's, it's, it's very entertaining. Um, it's even better when they wipe out. I've been seeing some of the, there are some old school like videos of the people wiping out doing it. Um, I think it's fun. It's, it's very entertaining. Um, you got the guy that looks like Taylor Lewan. I forget his name, the long hair and the tats. He took over four years ago. He's doing it again now. Um, Hamilton. Then, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think actually I th- he may be from Tennessee. I know the Titans like had him in a training camp, I think a couple years ago and he like took pictures with Taylor Lewan and they look identical. Um, even down in Laurel, there's a curling center next to the gardens ice house. And there was always a rumor that there was like a bar inside there that like it's a curling center with, and there's a bar in there. And so, you know, after high school, we were always like, Oh yeah, we're going to go down the curling center and curl and, and dr- get hammered. And then our friends were like, you're not going to fucking let a bunch of teenagers or, you know, 21 year old kids just go in there throwing around stones drunk. So definitely didn't happen. But the curling center is there. I would love to check it out. Um, we should go do that. That, yeah. I, that would be fun. I, I'm sure it's not easy. People, that's one of the sports that people are like, oh, I could do that. And then you're like, people no, think it's no, super easy. Those, those rocks are way heavier than people think. Aren't they how much like 20? How, how, how heavy are they? I think they're like 30 pounds or something. Yeah. Yeah, people are like, oh, I could, I could easily do Even that. more. No, you, no, you can't, dude. Um, but again, I feel like curling is the number one like casual Olympic sport. And not be greater than 48, 44 pounds, and no less than thirty-eight pounds. But a so, random. So does it like? Does it differ? Is it like? Is it like ball pressure with footballs? Like, do some guys? <laughs> I'm sure some guys like heavier ones. Like, hmm. interesting. I didn't know that. Way heavier than I thought they were. Yeah. Oh, they know they now have a standardized weight of 20 kilograms, 44.1 pounds. But you're, you can change, you can switch the size of them, apparently. I don't know. We'll have to get down to the curling center. Yeah. I would love to. That'd be neat. Um, my number two, I'm going to do the, what is it, the biathlon? The yeah. Guys on, that we, I was watching that Saturday, and, and it's a great, it's a great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The little ping when it hits the target is such a good sound. I I, th- I love that. I was cracking up. Um, it's just I, I I love watching it. We were watching it Saturday again, and the guys when they finish and they just have the f- like, they have just a full on face of spit and snot hanging from their nose because they've been going at it for God knows how long. Uh, it's very entertaining. It's just a very like a random. We're gonna ski for a while and then we're gonna lay down and shoot. We were talking about how hard that must be too, to like you've been. That's a for- ridiculous sport. I could like not in terms imagine. of how do you bring your heart rate down to then hit those targets? It has to be impossible. You you can't. There's no way. Like, because again, yeah, like your all your adrenaline is going. You've been you've been skiing for for such a long time, and then yeah, then you have to lay down, focus on this this tiny target, and try and God knows what the wind is. It's freezing cold. Like nothing about that seems fun, but it's it's very entertaining to watch. So I'll I'll, I'll go biathlon with my second one. Biathlon I like- plays. I like biathlon. I like the bi- biathlon. I think it's a little bit of a reach pick here. I've got a third round grade on the biathlon. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah. And th- anytime you can involve shooting and, and, and racing in one swoop there, it's a fantastic thing. And also you got to give a shout out to the announcers um, that covered that and the cross country skiing. Um, I forget the guy's name, but he gives just all time calls every time they're coming down the stretch. Um, the stretch calls on the on both those sports are awesome. Yeah, um, they weren't the show. I think they were giving time penalties, and maybe this is like event by event. And I just don't know the intricacies enough. Watching the people when they miss having to do like the penalty the laps, was lap, the lap yeah. yeah, I don't think they were doing that. I don't know. Maybe it's just event to event. It's just a different format, but um, incredible. Just like hey, sorry you didn't hit this target, freaking fifty miles away. Take a lap. Yeah, the, the lap of shame. Lap. Get yeah. the going, buddy. Oh. Get the skiing. All right, Banks. 
Ski jumping. I'm taking ski jumping. It's one of the most insane <laughs> things that's ever just, I can't believe that's an actual sport. Uh, I mean, what are they cooking down the, the, the hill there at? I mean, 120 miles an hour or something crazy. I mean, they're absolutely literally fly. It's that's just one of those they're things. Go, I think they're going like, I think they're like, going like 60 miles an hour, I think. So they're going slower than like the Alpine skiers and the downhill, but they're still going pretty fast. It's an insane sport. And the fact that they're just, you know, the technique is so, they're just leaning forward just and lean. just like trying to, yeah. It's like less is more. And you don't really, and I feel like that's always one where you feel like it's the simplest thing of all time, but we don't really know what we're watching. Like you're seeing for the distance and the technique. The whole thing is like very bizarre, but it's entertaining. It's majestic. It's crazy to watch. Well, everything about yeah. it is nuts. Yeah. Uh, that's a sport Americans are just not good at. Oh, There's no. no that American. is such a, n- such a Scandinavian sport. Germans, all that stuff. They're just out there jumping around out there in Scandinavia. Okay. I am. I have two here. My first pick is going to be um, – one of the all-time car crash events. I'm going to take short track speed skating. Yeah. Um, which it, I think has resonated more maybe for like people of our age, because we grew up in the Apollo Antonio era, which, you know, that guy was like a legitimate star um, and just made the country of South Korea absolutely hate him, which I think is just amazing because <laughs> he was just beating all their guys. All-time uh, sports that- game, by the way. Apollo Antonio, yeah, so good. Uh, that's a sport everybody likes. Like, you can put on short track speed skating with people that don't like sports, with people that don't really care about the Olympics, and they're the, you, you can get into that. The heats are quick. It's the relays are crazy with them going on the oh, inside so and then getting pushed. The 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 act of having to lean your skate forward. And not like lean forward like a track, like you stick your skate boot out. It's just like looks like someone's get sliced every time. It's a it's a health sport. Um, what was it, Bradbury or something like that from Australia the one year where I think everybody wiped in order for him yeah. to even make it into the final, and then it happened again in the final. And that was his entire strategy. He was just gonna wait back and hope that people crash. That was his he knew he couldn't beat them. So his whole strategy was just to sit back and he won a gold medal. Today. Unbelievable. This is one of the all-time snake it moves. Yeah, I mean that's the all that's the it's the backwards cherry pick. Um, so I'm gonna take short track. Very very fun. It's mostly me and, and Super Smash Bros. <laughs> when you get four player Super Smash going, not a Super Smash yeah. guy. So I just people who play it play at the same place all the time, and I just hide under that little house thing. That's what in the bottom left, bottom right. I don't know. Oh, bottom right. You're playing at the like the Zelda thing where they have. The yeah, everyone plays at that right. one. I just chill under there. Yeah, or you could like if you're on Absolute. the Fox level, you go all the way to the right and go down. But then the Fox level, they shoot you with the freaking. Uh, I turn. Oh man, I'm forgetting the name of those. I'm forgetting the name of those planes in Star Fox. I'm that's tough, but. Um, I'm taking short track, and then I will take. Hmm. Um, oh, between a I'm between a couple here. I'm going to take snowboarding. I'm going to take snowboarding. Sean White, iconic athlete of this generation. Um, the snowboard super pipe stuff is getting absolutely ridiculous. Mike, Chloe Kim on the women's side, legend. I love Chloe Kim. Um, and you get a couple different disciplines there. You get the, snow, you get the slope style. 
you get the big air, you get the half pipe. So I'm taking snowboarding. I always loved the Winter X Games growing up. So give me this, give me, give me snowboarding. Thanks. Uh, Bob Slay. I call Bob, Bob Slay. Yeah. Uh, is there a Jamaican team in it this year? I haven't. Yeah, two man and like two man and form two man and four man. Two, two, two man, man and four man. That's awesome. I mean, the theme song that they dropped in 2014, I think it was. Fire. Great song. Run the track. Run the track. Run the track. It's butts up time. Give that a Google if you haven't heard it. It's fire. <laughs> it's like the Conor McGregor song. Um that cool running is an all-time movie. It's an all-time it movie. Yeah. I and it's just a great sport as it is. Uh, Shades of, I mean, getting getting to dabble a little with it in Mario Party is also a treat. I'm just going straight into N64 comparisons here. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wow. Shout out to NHL Nagano 98. Uh, spinoff of Wayne Nagano, Gretzky 3D Na- Hockey. Nagano. Nagano. The you games, pronounce it like... No, the game when it opens says Nagano 98. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. They're pronouncing it like Francis Nganu, the UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. Correct. Wow. What a pronunciation. Bobsleigh. Yep. Bobsleigh. Mono Bob, Party also team. fun word to say. I love the Mono Bob. Mono I Bob. That. You think they thought. Do we really need one person bobsled ads called Mono Bob? We'll put it in there. I mean, that's good branding. That's just good branding. Everyone likes saying Mono Bob. We're done with the Super Bowl and NBC. We'll send you out to Beijing. It's time for the Mono Bob Heat 2. Send it out to Lee Diffie from the House of Speed. RDT. I am going to go. I'm going to go to Luge. Hmm. Into the sliding, mm. run on the sliding sports. Yeah, run on the first guy. Sports. It's another one because yeah. again, people watch it and they're like, "Oh, I could do that." You just lay down on the sled. Yeah, we used to do that all the time going down the hill. And it's like, no, these people are going like seventy miles an hour. Like, and you know what's two, funny about the that? Two man luge is unbelievable. Like watching that is is hilarious. Hey, you know what's gonna make this more fun? Sticking another guy on top of the leash. Yeah, like, <laughs> like hey, what a you concept. thought it was funny with that one guy, like kind of overweight guy in a skin tight suit. You want to see two of them? Yeah, here you go. Yeah, like we'll it's just down. like I think like I think someone either tweeted it or something, and they were like, "Why is there two man? Like why why?" And then it was just it like makes a picture. No sense. None. There's none. Two. Let's make it four. Yeah, like, like at least not, the. <laughs> At least with the high, we can sled, it's a different size of sled. So it's like, it's kind of different from the two to the four to the mono. <laughs> There's nothing about doubles luge that makes it more interesting than regular luge. Like it's no. just more people. Um, they're not going at it for distance. I do feel like people watch the luge and they're like, oh, I could do that. And then people watch skeleton and they're like, fuck no. Yeah. I am <laughs> not going head first at even though it's all the same force. Good transition. Skeleton. You're going back to back sliders. You thought sledding down on your back was fun. Wait till you go on your belly. And then it's like, and then, yeah, people, I could do that. It's like, no, you couldn't. You're not going to do it. The best part is all the cool helmets. It's like seeing like the American like, <laughs> bald eagle on the helmet. Yeah. Stuff like that. I saw the chick had it this weekend. Uh, people just like, you don't realize how fast they're going on that track. It's so fast. Like I remember when it's it's so fast and looks so hard. Wasn't there someone who died a couple years ago? 
Yes, in the Sochi Olympics, a guy from Georgia died. Which, which was that? Was that luge or was that skeleton? That was skeleton. Yeah, which again I is like I just, skeleton. I'm almost positive. Man, that ugh. I like that. That that is not a a, a fun way to. And go they out. messed it up, dude. They had like they had like an exposed part of track. Like there was a whole issue with the. Yeah, situation. it was not good. And it was like um, before the Olympics starts, like before the opening ceremony. Yeah, it was like, like trials or something, there. right? Like wasn't it? It was I a training it. run, like the day before the opening ceremonies or something. Yeah. Yeah. really put a damper on it but um no yeah i, I think they're they're both very they're exciting again that i don't understand why you got to throw another guy on top of the other guy in the luge but skeleton skeleton's fun um again it's not like there's nothing to explain to it either it's not like oh you got to get this this it's just who's the fastest how fast can you go how how, how quick can you do this track so I'm, I'm keeping it simple with those two both good ones. I was probably going to take one of those with my last two, get a sliding sport in here, but they're all off the board. So I can no longer do that. Um, as I take a look at my options here, I am going to take. Whoa, are you up? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're up. Sorry. Sorry. Ooh, mm. Wow. Got out of my order there. Yeah, Go ahead. Whoa. Oh, my. Uh, I think I'm you got out a little over your skis there. I'm taking Alpine skiing. Oh. Oh. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm taking alpine skiing. It's just a classic winter event. Um, get your slalom, fun word to say. Uh, get your downhill. You get your super G. Yeah, I'm taking skiing. Team Earth, uh, Team Sky. Whew, almost messed that one up. Super G, one of the best names of any event in anything. Correct. It's time for the super G. Super G. Um, freaking super G. The downhill skiing, the straight downhill, one of the scariest things in all of sports. Mm -hmm. Just going 85 miles per hour down a sheet of ice, just hitting tight corners. Some girl from France the other day, like, just blew out her knee and just rolled into those catch fences that looks like they do nothing. (laughs) They don't help at all. They look like construction fences. Those orange fences, those orange fences don't look like they do. They are the most performative piece of protection maybe in all of sports. Like, what is that? Um, yeah. Also, the uh, the, uh, the 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 slalom just looks like just like so rhythmic. It's just a fun thing to watch. It's a very fun thing to watch. They do sound effects. Uh, in the name of skiing, I am going to take freestyle skiing. And boy, do you get a lot when you pick freestyle skiing. You get the ski half pipe. You get the ski slow style. You get the ski big air. You get moguls, which looks like it just puts people's knees in an absolute body bag, banging up against those moguls and then doing flips. And you get aerials, which is one of the most insane things to watch with those people just going straight up in the air and down. I don't know anybody's need to survive those either. A lot of value with freestyle skiing here um, with my second to last pick. Um, I enjoy it. Watching people. I, I, I like watching people go no ski poles on the, on the freestyle skiing. There's oh, no ski poles. They don't care. Skiing backwards, skiing forwards, doing double corks. What a sport. Um, do a lot on ski. So I'm going to take freestyle skiing first. Um, and then with my last pick, uh, some good choices still on the board here. What do I, in the vein of the excitement that can happen at the end, I am going to take cross-country skiing. Cross-country skiing can be very electric at the end. 
uh, relays are fun watching people get to the end and just keel over as if they've been walking in a desert for like 17 days. Very, very interesting to watch. People are just dead after doing that sport. That sport looks no fun. Absolutely no fun at all, but it's entertaining to watch. Uh, Ben, you have your final pick. Um, I'm going to take ski ballet. Classic sport from 1988, 1992, I think, were the Olympics. Give it a Google. I'll just leave it at that. Unbelievable. Ski ballet. Ski ballet. There you have it. It's exactly what you think it is and more. Uh, So, what, that was in Calgary and Albertville? I believe it was in 90. I believe that's 88, 92. All right, ski ballet. Google it. Final pick, RDT. All right. Well, stick with me because everything on my list is gone and everything on our, on the Olympic list, I think, is gone. No, too. there's still stuff up there. No, no there's no, still no, no, two no. things. Nope. Oh, yeah. but there's, oh, which is the one I got. You want me to give them to you? I'm you looking, can either yeah, take can... Nordic combined or which... long track speed skating. Where? I don't even see long track speed skating. It's normally just listed as speed skating and then short track is listed as short track. Is long tracks, is that the one? They they have the three people. And that's the one. Around. That's it's, the one. Aaron Jackson just won the gold medal the other day. Give it to me. Take that one. There it is. Because Nordic yeah. combined, I've never Bonnie, seen Bonnie Blair. Bonnie Blair, um, Dan Jansen, some of the legends. Nordic combined is ski jumping and cross country skiing combined into one event. So it sounds like your legs are just dead. Like I don't know how that happens. It sounds like a sport. It sounds like maybe the least fun sport of all time. Yeah. 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 I'll go the. Uh, so Nordic combined is the one that gets, I was wondering what sport was going to get left out. Cause I knew you'd take one of these defunct sports. Nordic combined. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. You're out. Uh, I took figure skating, short track, speed skating, snowboarding, freestyle skiing, and cross country skiing. Banks took hockey, ski jumping, Bob sleigh, Bob sleigh, Alpine skiing and ski ballet. RDT takes curling, um, biathlon, luge, skeleton, and s- speed skating, just long track speed skating. Honorable mention, Nordic combined. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, maybe there's some other defunct ones that I don't know about. I will do a quick, quick Google as we talk here. Um, is there, I wonder if there's anything they will bring into like some of the Summer Olympics have so many. Um, interchanging like they're always coming interchangeable in interchangeable ones yeah yeah the winner always doesn't uh here's 10 from dog bleacher sled racing. dog sled racing military patrol ice <laughs> stock sport i don't know what that is that's a snowshoeing mm. wow in 2002 oh, it was a sport hmm. andy Ooh, pentathlon. Pentathlon, that synchronized skating ski ballet speed skiing and skijoring Skiing behind a horse. Wow. In 1928. Think water, think wakeboarding on a frozen water set. That's an interesting way to put it. I could watch that. Hmm. I, I'm in on, I'm in on, bring in hooches. Why is that on a Winter Olympic sport? Peter. All, yeah, I was going to say that's a Peter thing. like on social media is dogs. Can you imagine just all we do? They do all this. Rex dog, Chapman would go shows. nuts. Bring in the dogs. That they have to do. Somebody they got to do that. You get a little like, and it just happens for the entire two weeks. You just do like your own Iditarod, 
You just have them roll around the country. Every did you? Every country gets a set of dogs. Did you see the fucking moose that was stomping out the one of the Iditarod? Um, um, like the this moose stomped out these dogs for like thirty minutes. I the, did like, see that. The racer had to like shoot this moose like shoot the moose. thirty yeah, times, and it was just stomping on these dogs. It was a <laughs> it was a rough scene. We'll say that. Sorry, yeah, to, sorry yeah. to get dark there. Uh, the last uh, thing, by the way, that I got in snowboarding that I meant to uh, put and didn't and forgot, which is one of the and in freestyle skiing, uh, snowboard cross is very very exciting. And, yeah, uh, neglected to put that on there. Neglected to put that on. There. Uh, we really could have maybe split these into like super small categories, but I don't think it was worth the time. Uh, so shout out to the Olympics. Very, very fun. I love the Olympics, as I'm sure it's becoming very apparent to people listen to the show. And so does Banks, big Olympics guy. Mm-hmm. RDT, mm-hmm. you like the Olympics. I watch them when they're on. For the sake of the show. Um, Nick Hander Medley, Maryland Pro of the Week, Banks. I was just going to go to Eli Apple. We got in some Eli Apple talk, but just one thing, bringing everybody together. Um, I mean, I did the Kevin Garnett video at the end of the night um, for just being able to watch a, a division rival lose the Super Bowl is good enough. But for that, that fucking moron who just mounts off at everybody to just get what was coming to him a little bit on a national stage and just get absolutely universally dragged on the Internet the way he did was gold. And then for the Bengals to cover, which I think a lot of people just took the points, four and a half, um, just a little icing on top there. Going off your, your point real quick, the Bengals are like a very likable team, I feel like. Like, like I, they're, the media loves them. I feel like no one really hates them. Like, even, like the Ravens fans, I don't think, hate the Bengals. No. But it's like Eli Apple is like just a universally hated dude. By the way, biathlon going on right now. A minute, mm. an hour and 15 into this thing. Mm. Love it. RDT. Uh, um, kind of a like light week again. I got to gotta throw a big, big congrats to my guy, LeBron. Uh, it's a huge week for him. Finally, a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Super Bowl commercial. The most His points hometown ever. Hometown city won a Super Bowl. Combined. Most points ever, like all time, past Kareem. Um. Enjoy. He really enjoyed the halftime show, um, singing, dancing. What did he do that. regarding Kareem? He passed Kareem on the all-time points scored list. Playoffs, did regular he... season combined. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, why it's... hadn't I heard about that? They just kind of glossed over it. Just, it's really not a big deal because because the playoffs are like twenty-eight games every year and. Whatever. Don't don't blame LeBron. He just shows up and he scores. That's you know, that's all he does. Um, okay. just I'm just happy for him. You know, a lot of a lot of good stuff happening for the kid from Akron. Year 19. And that was, and that was the Nick Kinder Medley Maryland person of the week from RDT. Um, I <laughs> shout out to Johnny. I am Johnny. Where I am gonna take um the waste management or sorry, the WM Phoenix Open. Way what to fix a that. You're welcome. What if that feels like it was weeks ago just because mm-hmm. the, the Super Bowl cycle just washed that out. Yeah, but just, what a tournament. Just watch what right. a turn what a great golf tournament. No, you're good. You I mean you were you were right there watching it. Uh the hole in ones. I mean, we've that hole banks 
that has got to have been a that had to have been an unbelievable scene. I've at this point in my life made it to a good handful of golf tournaments. Nothing gives me FOMO like missing just having gone once to the Phoenix Open. And we really didn't even get a full Saturday in because we just had such a outrageous time on Friday night after doing the full day out there on the course on Friday that we were just mangled trying to get yeah, out there on we, Saturday. Yeah, we got had a, a full send and just were destroyed. I was dead because I flew that early flight for the Maryland game. Which, but, man, you're right. The FOMO level is so high. So It's high. glorious. I mean, you look at that golf course. One of the best things about that golf course is that you can pretty much see the entire property from wherever you are. So you just see people everywhere. You see golf happening everywhere. You have awesome views of the mountains and the desert and the distance. Um, it's, it's a dry heat. It's not that hot, but it's nice and warm out. It's dry heat. Um, and, of course, the scene that is 17. I mean, I'd go back and do a more – or not 17, 16, 17 is a great hole too. Awesome. Hole. But the 17 is a great, all the, the, they should build a stadium around all, 17. They've stadium. They've done enough stands and like, they have so much hospitality. There are so many people there. Like, I don't think people like, it is like the most attended golf tournament on the regular PGA tour stretch. And it, it feels like an absolute event when you're in there. Like we obviously yeah. went to the BMW and the BMW was, really cool and there were a lot of people there this thing feels like it's ratcheted up four thousand percent from like the entry you just feel like you're walking into something yeah and then when you when you you kind of like go down a hill like down a ramp underneath like like a tunnel type thing and then when you walk back up the hill toward like right around the 18th green you can just hear the buzz like you just hear the presence of six figures worth of people just out there. It's incredible. Great. It's so it says, it says, welcome to the greatest show on grass. And boy, is it the greatest show on grass. So that was an awesome scene. Um, Great Stan Ryder, too. Carlos Ortiz with the, with the hole in ones that elicited the reactions. And then, yeah, uh, Scotty chef piece gets it done. Not going to be the last time he wins a golf tournament. That's for sure. He's very good. Did, My um, guy Xander. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Xander. He'll get one. Oh, man, we got to stop shoving putt. We got to stop. I mean, he he's starting to get a little like can't get it done on Sunday vibes right now. It's kind of tough for me to admit, but just continues to happen. He almost flubbed the Olympics away too. Mm. Um, any honorable mentions from anybody? I had just the entire Super Bowl halftime show. That Very again, do you talk about how universally hated um, Eli Apple was? the halftime show is that universally loved. Like, by the way, can I make one comment about the love for the halftime show, oh, which was richly deserved because the halftime show was really good. The only issue I had was like Rappaport and Adam Schefter tweeting. Like now we know who won the game. It's like, shut up. Like, why are you guys like, they're like, are you guys getting paid by the league? I just don't know why, like, the insiders are like, ah, oh. like, I liked the conjecture. Like, I, lo- it was a great halftime show. The only thing that was missing was the Tupac hologram. But other than that, what a show. But, like, I don't need that from Shefty. Like, cover the game, big dog. Like, I, I don't, I don't need you, like, firing off halftime takes. Now, I don't know why that got me riled up when I was looking through Twitter because so many people were, like, making good jokes about it and, or, you know, 
praising it in great ways. And like, you got 50 cent coming back in the club. is such an all time banger. It's such a banger. And, and people were like clowning on 50 for obviously how big he was. And they were like, why is he upside down? Why is he hanging from the ceiling? And it was like, do you, do you not remember the video? Like, yeah, so the, the video starts with him now. hanging Video's upside down. down. It was like, what are you, what are you talking now. about? People were like, was I don't, iconic. I don't know. when he dropped down from the ceiling, I was like, oh, I was legitimately like, like, I jumped up a couple times. It was like fifth. Like I wanted, I wanted a full forgot about Dre set, and I'm okay. We got, we got a little of it, but that I, group should just. Go. Can you imagine that group went on stadium tours? I mean, Ooh, that's an idea. Talk about some money will be made. Do like 15 shows. Oh, my Dre, God. Snoop, Eminem. Ooh, those tickets Remember, are freaking sound like hotcakes. Wasn't Dr. Dre like? Didn't we think he was he was like on his deathbed like last year? Remember that? They were like, oh, yeah, Dr. Dre is in a brain aneurysm. They were like, he's, he's like flatlining. Was it Dr. Dre? Yeah, it was Dr. Dre because they were like, oh, my God, like what's going to happen to Beats by Dre? And there were like all the jokes made about his ex-wife and like how much money she was going to get from it. There was, was like just, a time where it was like, like oh, yeah, January 5th, 2021. Yeah, it was like, he's not in good shape. He, this <laughs> January 6th. Washington Post, January 6th, 2021. Dr. Dre says he's, quote, doing great after reported brain aneurysm. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a day that was. Day after He went into – wait, so he had the brain aneurysm January 5th? Of last year. Yeah, and then January 6th, uh, Washington Post is reporting about that. And then – Back home on January 16th, according to Vanity Fair. I, I just remember – I thought that, that there was, like, a time where they were, like, this is it for him. Because everyone was making the, like, oh, he needs a doctor tweets. Like, everyone made that joke. Uh, oh yeah we got ah, it funny <laughs> well done um i love the fake controversy over snoop smoking the weed smoke all the weed you want let the, <laughs> the guy best, do whatever he wants the it got all the clicks there. when he did it at the white house so why would they not write yeah the same story because yeah. it got clicks last yeah. time yeah and so, i mean someone was like yeah like <laughs> singers warm up their voice he's doing the same thing like i i thought snoop was very i used to be on the camp like as of like a month ago like Snoop is he's too much everywhere like he's all over he's in every commercial he's got a little with. overexposed there this kind of brought him back I I was watching this and I was like all right I like Snoop now like he's he's the man he's just was he was kind of reeling me back in when he was on with Eli and Peyton and he was just trashing Big Ben in his last game he was like trashing him hard and I was like all right maybe he's kind of funny now and then and then as as the Sopranos commercial comes on during the uh during the the Olympics that I'm watching right now, that was another that was a great commercial. You Snoop was there. also like the uh, he's like the Ric Flair of rap, where he'll put wear any team's jersey. If oh, you he just, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, if you just have him show up. Yeah, you you cut him a check. He'll 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 wear. Doesn't matter. He'll be out there unveiling the flag tomorrow if 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 Maryland would let him. Bring him out. Bring him out. Come here. I'm, I'm Snoop Dogg, and I have Maryland pride. For shizzle, oh, and then like light up. Would oh love that. Would love that. I love Snoop Dogg. Crazy. Uh, getting California Love perform. That's such a good song. That, I, I listened to that California song again love. today, and I literally was like, "This song is so good." Like, it's so good. I would, uh, yeah. I wish they figured out to get a Tupac version there, but the Dre verse is so good. Well, apparently they said that they put at the end of it, and they were like, you know, thank you. That was the halftime show, and they showed like they were zooming out of the stadium. People thought that was Pac, yeah. That's what people are saying. I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't know either. I, it was be. too subtle for me to really give that much thought to. It, and but. I've watched it a bunch, and I was like, he just looks like a bald guy. I don't. Could yeah. Be and now Tupac did have that sort of like, yeah. 
2014, Snoop Dogg has a profane message for his favorite NFL teams. Uh, the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys. All three of them. I don't know what the fuck is worse right now, being a fucking Cowboy fan, a fucking Gator <laughs> fan, or a fucking Steeler fan. I'm finna start watching soccer and tennis. Fuck this shit. Sorry, motherfuckers. At least he owns it. Like, I'm, I'm, sure, go for it. That's one of the best quotes I've ever heard. Sorry, motherfuckers. What a guy. Yep. <laughs> that's such a good quote. Uh, yeah, that's a good universal honorable mention. The halftime show was fun. That was a good Super Bowl all around. Good halftime show. No one complained about it. Fun game. Marshall's delivered on. more than they have in a long time, like we said mm-hmm. earlier. So, um, Good anthem by Mickey Guyton. Oh, I missed the anthem, actually. Oh, she was, she by was really the way. Good. How about and I? This must be her request or her team's request. You know they do the whole thing like Grammy nominated, multi-time Grammy winner. You know how they introduce them, and then, before they said her name, they go with the voice of an angel, Mickey Guyton. Like I didn't. How do you get that moniker? She has an amazing one. voice. I mean, fair. And Janae, um, Iko has a great voice too. What's her I name? I think it's Iko. I think they say Iko. Iko. Um, so, sorry for getting that wrong. But um, by the way, who first came into the four like a long time ago as the like quote unquote sister of B2K member Lil Fizz? That's a that's a <laughs> deep cut from your boy. I gotta um, forget. Lil yeah, Fizz. Yeah, yeah. Lil Fizz. <laughs> the names of the guys in B2K, Lil Fizz, Raz B, J Boog, and the great Omarion, who by the way, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show. We may have, so sorry if we this is a retread of something I brought up. Omarion doing the video on his Twitter saying that his name is not Omicron, it's Omarion, and people need to stop. Stop recognizing him for the as the COVID variant is one of the best social media moments of the year that no one talks about. Incredible. Is it not Omarion? I've always said I've always, I've always called him Omar. It, it, I mean, it could it's probably an interchangeable thing at this point. I I think as a kid, I just called him. Omarion, and it's probably is Omarion, but it's just stuck. Um, so good, him just talking about being called Omicron, how you how he, you need to prevent the Omarion virus, just <laughs> so good. <laughs> so shout out to shout out to him. There's an icebox where my heart used to be. Um, great song. Fantastic, fantastic. So B2K had some bangers too. Bump, bump, bump. Uh huh. We may need to do uh, girlfriend two um, thousands artists like. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, I loved B2K. Uh, you, you got served. It's not a good movie. Not a good movie. <laughs> big, of, big of you to admit that. Yeah, sorry to those guys. I don't know what any of those guys. Oh, uh, you know, oh had a decent career. The rest of those guys kind of fell into oblivion. I don't know what any of those guys are doing. But at least we got Janae, and we got a good, we got a good America the Beautiful um, anthem back to back at the Super Bowl. And then The Rock, we got The Rock. Standing How in American midfield, just like doing How American the, was that twenty. <laughs> um, the Rock's biceps, I think, are as big as my entire body at this point. He's massive. He's jacked. He's just massive. With that, we end this week's episode of the Execute Two Podcast. Make sure to follow all of us on social media at Barstool Banks at E D I T T I twenty two for R E T. You can follow me at Taylor Smith ten. You can follow the podcast at Exit Fifty Two Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to follow our other podcast, 
the our full song breakdowns of B2K, which will be coming out every single Friday. Um, can't wait for people to listen to that. That'll be a, a new spinoff show. Um, sure all of our sponsors appreciate the support. Um, Thread Roll Midnight makes all of the x March. Appreciate them. Um, <laughs> just not thinking about B2K. Uh, Fed Thrill, the sunglasses. x the promo code. Get 20% off. And always thanks to the great Jimmy Seafood who uh, roasted Eli Apple as good as anyone did on Twitter this weekend. Uh, boys, that's the show. Thanks for thanks for uh, talking about B2K for the last three minutes of it. That was fun. That was a good. That was a good talk. Mm. Good, good talk. I'll get some <laughs> and have me this time to end it. We'll see you next time on the X52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood. <laughs>